First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 28. And we'll begin in verse 1. And these are God's words. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as the thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us, who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. For we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the Spirit, despise not prophesyings, prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless, under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with an holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Those are God's words. And uh, chapter 4 ended with... uh, speaking about the resurrection of our bodies and the second coming of Jesus Christ. And so here the Apostle Paul, in chapter 5 through verse 5, communicates the complete uselessness of trying to determine the particular time of Christ's coming. Because it comes like a thief in the night. You don't know when the thief is going to come. You don't know when Christ exactly will return. In which case, he warns uh, to the wicked that His coming will come suddenly and it will be terrible for them. But of great comfort, His coming will be for the saints. And then through verse 10, we're called to be, uh, excuse me, we're called to a, a careful watchfulness 
and to exercise faith, hope, and love uh, towards uh, the Lord and and love for one another. And then through verse 15, the duties towards our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. And uh, through verse 22, your duties at all times and the conclusion, then the conclusion of the letter to the church. And here we are to hope and look forward to the return of Christ, always watching for it, always waiting, being ready for it. But as we wait, we are to keep laboring diligently to serve Christ every as we draw uh, every breath that we have. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're thankful once again for Your Word. We're thankful for the resurrection of Jesus Christ, which secures our justification. We're thankful because of His resurrection and union with Him, our bodies will be raised up as well. And uh, Christ will return at the perfect time. And we look forward to that. We know, according to Your promises, that that is yet in the future. For those many promises have not yet occurred. And yet we will, even though we know those things have not yet occurred, we still don't know the time in which Christ will return. But Father, we know that You do. And we trust Your plan. We're thankful for the many promises, even of the nations coming and turning to You, to turning to Christ. And uh, Father, we pray that You would bring about His return at the perfect time. And Father, make us to be a a holy people, always watching like the, the watchmen on the wall, waiting for the pure light to appear of the sun. And uh, Father, we ask that You would grant to us in that being watchful for Him, to serve Him every day, and to put on these duties that You have called us to put on in union with Christ and by the Spirit and by Your grace. Father, we look at some of these commands, maybe all of them, And they seem very far-fetched for us to be always thankful, to never cease praying. And um, Father, if we really thought about it, not ever quenching the Spirit, uh, which we desire not to do. And yet all these things we we fail at every day. Father, we are thankful. We are thankful for all that You have done for us in Christ. We're thankful for who You are. Thankful for Your Son. Thankful for the Spirit. We're thankful for salvation in Christ alone. And the knowledge that You have given to us from Your Word about salvation and and the Christian life and those who follow after You and who serve You. Pray that You would grant us to be living sacrifices holy and pleasing to You. And that our lives would be a a living sacrifice unto You every day. Not serving ourselves, but serving You uh, for Your glory alone. Father, we pray for our nation. That You would turn this nation to You, to turn this nation to covenant with Christ. That they would love Christ. That the many Gentiles would be brought in through the preaching and proclamation of the Gospel and and believe on the salvation of the Jews too. 
And a great multitude of Jews would believe. And that we would all be one in union uh, with Christ, even by faith with our father Abraham, our father, our spiritual father, who believed your promises and it was credited to him as righteousness. We pray for the same for each one here. As we prayed this morning, that you would turn the heart of each one and grant your people justification, but also adoption. To know and have all the privileges of the sons of God and the rights that sons have and daughters have before the King. Father, this evening we also pray and ask for your help and um, uh, you would heal Elias. No, he's not feeling well this evening. We pray that you would heal him. You'd be with Mark again. We prayed uh, for this morning and his rash that he has. Pray for the mothers and the babies in the womb that you would keep them healthy and you would bring them about all safely and pray for their souls that you would turn their souls unto you. The ones that you have already numbered their days and you've removed from us, we pray for the comfort of all the mothers here and the fathers of those children that you have taken. And uh, we again and again commit them to you, knowing that you're in complete control. And uh, Father, we pray that you would care for them. Uh, Father, we do ask that you would Um, grant to us Your Holy Spirit this evening. May You pour forth Your Spirit in great power and cause us to see Your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, we do ask as well that You would make us to be a holy people, a people who are righteous. Make us to be a light set on a hill because You are in us by Your Spirit. And we hold forth the the light of the the Gospel that we would not be children of darkness or act like the children of darkness or live like them, but as children of light unto Your praise and glory and unto the furtherance of Your kingdom. And so we pray that You would destroy Satan's kingdom and grow Your own kingdom. Again, for Your praise and Your glory. And we pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen.